sack Troy. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Was he really? Yeah. Who is Agamotto then? The guy from Marvel Comics. I don't oh, know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's an actual person. But Doctor Strange has his eye. But <laughs> Doctor Strange just and got his eyeball. And that's really good at slingering and for no explicable reason. He has it naturally inside of him, like Harry. Malarkey. <gasps> Malarkey. Because Stephen Strange became the Sorcerer Supreme, uh-huh. which means he had to have had something naturally inside of him, right? Yeah, he had to have some sort of infinity. Yeah. Affinity. Some sort of an infinity? Affinity. Affinity. I think I did say infinity, though. <laughs> <laughs> but so, like, yeah. Okay, so let's say Stephen Strange and Ned had the same affinity for magic. Okay. Which is hogwash. But let's just say that they did. Right. It still took Stephen Strange how long to sling ring? I, like, how long is that montage? 20 minutes? That's like a while. Minutes. In movie time, Ned's just in the like a family room, just like mm, Tobey Maguire, and there he is. <laughs> but who honestly wouldn't Tobey Maguire? If they could? I would Tobey Maguire if I could. I would Peter Parker Tobey Maguire because he's great. And Andrew Garfield too. And Andrew Garfield, totally underrated movies. Oh man, yeah. I feel like Andrew Garfield's an underrated human. I agree with that. He has yeah. a wonderful accent, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> wow. Alrighty. Well. <laughs> That was over a minute rant. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's good. Well, sorry, guy that played Ned, but not a fan. <laughs> no, it's, you're not anti that guy. No, not at all. No, no. Jacob no. Batalon, I think his name is. Wow. Not Look anti at him at all. No. Wow. I spend too much time reading about this stuff. <laughs> I really do. And just and then pondering it and thinking and, about and not, it. Not enough time uh, choosing your own. Not juice, enough time. Choose going. Making better decisions in life. <laughs> <laughs> so talking about better decisions. Mm-hmm. Is that a segue to something? I don't know. Oh, people well, could when in Rome. <laughs> people go on. If you could, <laughs> welcome back. Well, we should just okay. Now we're two minutes in. Yeah. Sorry. Welcome back to welcome to welcome back to the premise is ridiculous. This is episode one zero nine. Yes. We are almost in the last third of this season. We are. You know. Yeah. And um, before we go anywhere, we're going to talk more about Ned, but that's not true because I just want to ask. Because <laughs> we exhausted that. Because we've already exhausted that. I, I just want to ask all of you, if you would kindly, politely. Yeah. Tweet. Uh, tweet at us. Review us. Res- share us. Respect us. I fi- No. Nah, that was the last episode. <laughs> that ship has sailed. That sh- <laughs> yes. The sensei ship has sailed. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's it. If you, you know, if you find somebody who, uh, who likes nonsensical humor. Yeah. You know? Who would love to listen to a guy over 40s complain about... Uh, character that's a guy that's in his 20s that's playing a high schooler mm-hmm. and is suddenly good at magic. This is your podcast. <laughs> it's a very, very tight window. I tell you, it's a, it's a small niche, but we are going to niche it. We are going to, we're in that, we in are that in niche. It. All right. So speaking of being in it, we have an article from Florida from November 18th of 2022. Oh, that's Well, last episode was October of 2022. Mm-hmm. So this might be the same guy. We're gonna find out. I hope he's still in jail. What do you? What do you? Uh, what do you? Uh, how do you want just, this article? Just run me through it, baby. Take it from the top. Florida man has a great time in someone else's vacation rental. Hmm. Talk about an uninvited guest. This Florida man had a great time in someone else's vacation rental. I, that's what I hear. This. <laughs> I, know, I don't know why you restate the headline. Yeah, right. This incident happened in Escambia County. It appears as though Zachary Murdoch. Oh, I said his last name. No, you didn't. Should I say it two more times and he'll appear? <laughs> the Florida Do you remember man- the, the villain from MacGyver? One of his, the main villain? His name was Murdoch. Oh, that's true. Maybe Tim decided to enjoy a 
enjoy a day at a rental house. According to the Escambia County Sheriff's Office, Murdoch broke in through a glass door on the porch of this property. He proceeded to have a soak in the bathtub, took a nap in the bedroom. It's like one of the three days. Soak in the bedroom and a nap in the bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) And enjoyed the Florida day with a cup of coffee on the porch. Ooh, that sounds delightful. Later in the day, deputies responded to a call where a woman said a man tried pulling on her sliding glass door. When he was confronted, he said... coffee. When he was when he was confronted, he said he was quote looking for Tony and left. <laughs> this sounds like me at Olentangy River Road, just knocking on doors looking for Anthony. <laughs> and left the woman's house. The deputies caught up with Murdoch not far He's from the for scene. Tony. <laughs> not far from the scene of the incident. That's they, a great excuse for everything. I know they tied him to the break in at the vacation rental earlier in the day because he left a bus ticket stub in the trash with his. Name on Yes, it. he did. Yes. That's hilarious. Just, I'm looking for Tony. If next time I get pulled over, I'm like, I'm sorry, officer, I'm looking for Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and there's so many Tonys. Like, which Tony are you, you know? Yeah. Tony Soprano. Tony the Tiger. The second Tony in Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> the third Tony. <laughs> Possibly the first Tony. Possibly the first Tony. Everyone looks for that Tony. Everyone. <laughs> That's why you look. Twenty two and twenty three don't get the respect they deserve. <laughs> yeah, so right. that, yeah. That's where we. I, I I liked it. He didn't vandalize anything. He didn't. No, he just enjoyed it a little after. He just enjoyed like a nice, nice little piece of quiet little schwitz in the tub. <laughs> little schwitz in the tub. <laughs> little little nap in the yeah, bed. I mean, he got cleaned up. He took a nap. Nice cup of coffee. Right. That's a great day. <laughs> Yeah. All the while waiting for Tony to come. Oh wow, where's where is Tony at? Yeah, yeah, that's the question this podcast needs to answer. Yeah, don't they ask that Tony? Where in the world is Carmen Tony Warchel? <laughs> 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 All right, we're again like we said in the last episode. We're gonna get back to basics for a little bit here. Right, we took it. We had a nice little stretch of episodes that was fun. Yeah, they were fun, uh, but they're just like out of out our of, out of our out of the canon, as you sometimes. I mean, they were episode numbered in terms they were in the canon. Right. But we, we've used the phrase canonical. Yes. 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 Yeah, they were Yeah, they were canonical. I'm just looking at your hair. Oh, Whatever okay. you just did was magnificent. Oh, no. <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> Sunday hair with John. <laughs> All right. So that being said, we're doing walkouts. Right. So our walkout session, if you will, is we, we roll for random songs, mm-hmm. um, which when I tell you the songs that I rolled for, you probably won't believe that they're random, but I swear to God they are. <laughs> um, but we roll over you know 100 songs, same, same as we do folks for the FMK, and we have three scenarios that we put the songs into, which mm-hmm. we then have to participate in, um, which is the Walk of Shame, mm-hmm. which no pressure, but you've got a heck of a story going. Don't <laughs> chicken John. <laughs> chicken John strikes again. <laughs> WWE entrance. WWE entrance. You know, and then we like to try to flesh that a little bit. You sure. know, what kind of pyro's there, what kind of props you have. Right. Um, and then your first day of prison. Some part of the first day of prison. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, I wonder if I should write these down. That's up to you. Okay. So, again, random. Mm-hmm. But the first two songs, mm-hmm. my first roll was a 51. Mm-hmm. My second roll was a 52. So you got two songs by the same artist back to back. Ooh. Possibly the greatest two songs of all time. Oh. All night long. Oh man. <laughs> and dancing on the ceiling. Oh man. <laughs> oh. And then my fourth oh. third roll. Oh. <laughs> 
And then my third roll was a 74, which really drove it home. Black Betty by Ram Jam. <laughs> oh, Black Betty. Ram Balam. Oh. Black Betty had child. Amber Lamps. Panda Lamps. Panda Lamps. Amber Lamps. Oh, That my. is a hillbilly song. Have you ever seen that music video? No. Oh, my gosh. I got to send it to you. It's like four early guys in their early 20s in the 70s. The long, stringy hair, the glasses. They're just horrific looking men. <laughs> and they're just rocking that song in like someone's backyard. <laughs> like at a picnic. It's fantastic. It's a family. And like the guitar solos are just so over the top. <laughs> like just like what What backyard is that in? Where are you taking me? Seriously. <laughs> when we time traveled in Secret of the Ninja, we should have laid it there. Oh my gosh. All if right. only. All night long, dancing on the ceiling. Amber lamps. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm having what a feeling. I'm having <laughs> so much trouble figuring out what goes into the shame of verse and Jigga John. That's yeah. really, really hard. Mm-hmm. I think I think Black Betty is gonna have to go to um my first day in prison. Okay. And I think it's like kind of this montage as I'm going around and I'm yeah, it like, feels like a montage song. And I'm going around like, you know, getting my clothes and and like figuring out where the cafeteria is and, you know, and as I'm talking to all these different people, like I feel like I'm almost like doing little quests for them almost like mm-hmm. I'm helping like I get this thing from him. Like I got to get the panda lamps. I got to get panda lamps. I got to get an amber lamp. <laughs> and and so like Every time when it says, like, I'm looking, I feel like, for Black Betty. Oh, I was going to say, maybe Black Betty's like a gang leader. Oh, in yeah. Prison. There you go. Like, oh, Black Betty. Right. She put you in the amber lamps. <laughs> and that's, after she hits you with the panda lamp. And that's, that's a, everybody, everybody. They're like, whoa, like, Black Betty. Yeah. Like, like, point it, you know? Yeah. And that's, <laughs> they all, like, have these stories, these interactions. Black Betty had a job. Yeah. Amber lamp. <laughs> Black Betty gone wild. <laughs> and that's the, that's hilarious. That's what it, you know. Oh, Black Betty! And and like every time you're you like, like you're startled every time they say it. Yeah. it's like it's an it's aggressive, right? And it, yeah, there's like an old guy just he's like, "Who Black, Black Betty?" And he like and he runs away, you know, like scurries away. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's uh, that only delays this decision. Dude, you got all night long for Jigga. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying, but that's that's fair. I feel like I definitely like that, and I have a reason why, but I'll get into it in a bit. The dancing on the ceiling, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm just having trouble fleshing that out yeah. for the WWE. I feel like I come out in some kind of like 70s inspired attire, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know what I mean? And But we can't physically dance on the ceiling unless I am harnessed. Mm-hmm. And I am upside down, Ugh. and I lower from the ceiling, and I like pretend like I'm moonwalking. Oh, there you go. As they're like, coming down, as I'm coming down. Yeah. Oh, what a feeling! And I'm joyful me, song too. And I'm what's that? So that's a joyful song. It is, and like I'm like I have like this kind of 
disco ball like vest on mm-hmm. stuff, so the lights mm-hmm. hit me. And hitting it's you. like yeah, and you're at strutting. first people think it's just a disco ball, yeah, but then they realize it's like, that's a man and he's dancing on the ceiling. He's dancing on the ceiling, yeah, you know, yeah, that's really good. Oh, what a feeling! I love that. Yeah, I wish there was a way for you to do that, like inside of like the Hell in a Cell cage, like in the mid match. Oh, like, oh, that's like you knock someone out and then like I somehow just, you I could climb up. You know what I mean? And yeah. Then, and Spider-Man. Or I, yeah, that's yeah. That's, like I wish there was a way to actually have like a ceiling above the ring. Right. And the Hell in a Cell is the only way I can think of it. Or maybe then I get like um, one of the like American Gladiators Atlas spheres. And mm. I just have a harness, so I'm always on the ceiling. So when I'm running, there you go. There it you looks go. Looks like I'm dancing on the ceiling. There you are. I guess that's in the an only atmosphere. Thing. That's the only thing I got. All right, all night long. All night long. Not accurate. But <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, and this I think will be revealed at some future date because I don't know what what's going to happen to Jigga John in the future. Yeah, but I feel he's like, writing his own story. I feel like Walk of Shame just implies. Loving. I I would agree. You know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I feel like Jigga John provides other services he, to his clientele. I, I I like that. You know? It's not just about that. It doesn't even have to happen. No. We could just hang out. Right. Yeah. He puts the tender in the yeah, tender loving. He does. Yeah. That's his, I believe that's on his business card. <laughs> yeah, so maybe he's just, oh, good. Sometimes it's the chicken tender. Yes. But, um, Which I'm I, thinking of getting after this. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like um, this this song is just booming, and I feel like lights, like the windows are just you know going di- mm-hmm. you know like different colors and stuff like that, and then like the door bursts open and like that fake African stuff because like, jumbo jumbo yeah because like a lot of Richie <laughs> has admitted that like that's not an actual language no so like that fake African language like just it's like jumbo you know yeah. and like and the neighbors are like oh, oh yeah right, you know jumbo yeah, right, whatever yeah. yeah and that's how I like I am surreptitiously exited the building <laughs> is during the African part you know what I mean yeah I feel like like you're like you know the 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 person that that booked your services client, maybe was in my a, client your client was Did maybe like in a client? in a poor mental state mm-hmm. and you know they're just kind of sitting on the couch waiting for the date to start not really sure and then that you just hear the music kind of start playing and then the door like you said you know and you don't maybe we're just gonna play monopoly because that would take all night oh yeah well i don't like monopoly no i don't like it at all you might be reading the secret of the gd ninja <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that, and I so I feel like I I, I like the idea of the of the faux African music mm-hmm. really playing as I'm like, and you're just like backing out the door, uh-huh. realizing that the book the good time's going to keep going because mm-hmm. the song's going yeah all night long, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, and then you're just on to your next conquest. Uh huh. Oh, <laughs> conquest. Chicken John does not no. conquest. Chicken John does not conquest. <laughs> That's pretty we, good. Thanks. That's pretty good. All right. Are we ready? We are ready. We are in the past mm-hmm. of the Ninjaverse. You're right. Of the Choose Code Ninjaverse. Choose Code Ninjaverse. We are in the past. Mm-hmm. We dispatched a ninja with our Aikido. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ninja's still... So we were <clears throat> on a road. Yeah. And we had this... Had a gut feeling. We had, yeah, like the force or something told yes. us that we needed... Midichlorians. There was like Nazgul around, so we jumped... <laughs> We, we grabbed, we grabbed Nana and jumped into the bushes, 
in a fiery net or something. A fire and then a net. Oh, I think followed up by the net. Okay, yeah. Tried to land and scoop us up, but we were out of the way. And five, five ninjas, ninjas appeared, appeared, quote, out of nowhere. Yep. Not immediately rocked two of them with two, a bone before, arrow. The, before their feet were even on the ground. Yeah. Right. Thum, thum. Yeah. And so she goes <laughs> off. They split. Two went one way. One went the other way. She goes off after the two. And Obviously. We, and, we, and we beat a melark and just, like, <laughs> we, we turtle down and wait for this other guy just to literally stumble upon us. Yeah. Yeah. And then we took him out, though. Yes, we, we did. We busted some Akita. We disarmed him. We did disarm His sword kind of spun away. So now our decision was, sword, do we go after the sword or do we go after the ninja? Right. And the sword we recognized as the yes. sword that was sent to us in the what, what is now the future. Which thus far we've paid zero attention to. Right. I yeah. honestly, before we started the last time, I forgot that we had a sword. So. Well, I don't know if we have the sword on us, but I remember them saying we had to use the sword to direct our time travel somehow. Yeah, I think we just, like, like the engravings, we, like, copied it or something. Oh, maybe. that's right. So we we took, you're right. Okay. Okay. All right. So here we are. Page 22. Music starts now. You retrieve the sword and face the ninja. He is on the ground staring at you. You feel like you're gazing into two lifeless wells. You try to look away, but you... <laughs> Wolf, man! Why would you try to look away from someone that you're, like, trying to hold captive? And, like, why are you judging him right out of the box? Lifeless wells? Like, wow, you're dead inside. <laughs> what happened to you as a child? There's no light behind your eyes. <laughs> There's no light behind your eyes. Who hurt Who you? Hurt you? <laughs> you try to look away, but can't. Nada makes her attack on the other two ninja, but you are frozen. The ninja yells a code word, causing the other two to duck away from Nada and retreat to their injured comrades on the road. What is the code word? Banana. It's like a safe word. It's a yeah. safe word. It's yeah. banana. Yeah. Helplessly you watch as he then takes a sword from your hand and escapes with his accomplices. So he hypnotized you while you were hypnotized. No, we we're not hypnotized. We hi- had to get hypnotized. The Creed sound came on. Oh, that's right. I think we only... But we we were hypnotized just to get in the past. I don't think we're hypnotized anymore. Oh, okay. Okay. So he so the ninja hypnotized us? Yes, with his... With his hypnotoad eyes. Remember the hypnotoad? <laughs> so, so much for my soulless eyes, huh, buddy? Yeah. Hypnotized. Suck it. Right. Suck these soulless eyes. Nada immediately sees your condition when she comes to check on you. She twists her fingers in a series of kuji signs. Slowly, your nervous system recovers. I feel like she just tickles us. <laughs> she, she's like distracting us with this hand that just goes right in the armpit to just really jolt your system. Well, I feel like the, the, the fingers was just like... <laughs> like, I, like I do to your daughter. Yes. <laughs> Uh, don't let them get away, you gasp. They have the sword, the same sword that was sent to the dojo. Nada rushes after them, but soon returns. They've disappeared, she says. You and Nada find a place in the woods to camp and to recuperate from the fight. Over a dinner of rice and vegetables, you discuss what happened. We must have stumbled into an attack that was meant for someone else, you say. Yes, Nada agrees, or they wouldn't have left without finishing the job. But where's this? where's the someone else, then? Yeah, that's a good point. If the attack was meant for somebody else, wouldn't that person be Maybe around? they're hanging out with a sensei. We just swap places. Oh, gosh. It's like Freaky Friday. <laughs> it's like Freaky Friday. <laughs> Sounds like you're on an episode of the Jeffersons. Yes, or they, were, or they wouldn't have left without finishing the job. At least we know who has the sword, you say. Why do we care about the sword so much now? I guess all we, we can do... We don't know who has the sword, though. Those random... That guy yeah. with the lifeless, soulless <laughs> eyes. But, like, we don't... It's not like we got his phone number. Yeah. Or, like... Yeah. 
At least we know who has the sword, you say. I just want to reiterate that for you. Yeah, thank you. I guess all we can do tomorrow is to try to find where they came from. In the morning, you set off down the road. Like most roads in feudal Japan, the one running through the valley is narrow, made mainly for horse and foot travel. Useless information. <laughs> After a few miles... It paints a word picture! Get out of here. Then tell me about the hills. Don't... Don't... Like, come on. After... Ugh, God, this book. After a few miles, you come into a larger valley. You wade across a wide, shallow river. On the other side, the road ends at an intersection, which I almost read at as inspection. Oh, well, I was just hoping it wasn't like a stand-by-me thing. We're going to find leeches everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> to your left, mountains rise in the distance. To your right, the valley widens. You and Nada stare at the branching path. Nope, stand at the branching paths. I don't know which direction is better, Nada says. <laughs> we stare at the... <laughs> I don't know which direction is better. You choose. Her whole point was to wander around aimlessly. You know? Well, now she can still claim that she's wandering aimlessly because she's just following us. Knucklehead. Right. All right. If we want to turn left towards the mountains, page 19. If we want to turn right into the valley, page 36. They had to have gone into the mountains. I would think so. Right? Yeah. But are the mountains cold? Probably. Forbidden. Forbidden. Foreboding. That's probably all the above. Yeah. (laughs) Let's hit it. Mountains? Yeah. You're he dead. Did. <laughs> oh, look at a boulder falls on you. Look at that. Oh man, we've talked about a homunculus. <laughs> Let's go left, you say. Nada agrees, and you follow a road that climbs slowly towards the mountains. In the afternoon, you reach a mountain village of thatched houses shrouded in dense evergreen trees. A hush hangs over the valley. Everyone's probably working in the fields. <laughs> Nada whispers. Oh, thank you. Why would she whisper? There's no one there. That's a very good point. She didn't want to mess with the hush silence. She didn't want to be the uh, one to yeah. break it. I get you. Okay. Finally, you meet up with an old man who directs you to a trail that leads up to the mountain to the house of the Mikiyaka sisters, who are Miko. What does that mean? That's a whole sentence. That's a whole. That's a whole lifetime. As what, you what, hold on, I'm getting there. Okay. As you climb, you ask Nada what a Miko is. Some Miko are priestesses who tend shrines. She answers. Others are sorceresses. Some are even ninja. So that's whatever you want to be. <laughs> Some are teachers. Some are teachers. Some work in transportation and logistics. <laughs> Some are sculptors. Some are lazy. Some just live off the government. <laughs> <laughs> the trail ends at a sagging little cottage perched on the mountainside. You knock twice on the door. It is opened by a bent woman with iron gray hair. What do you want? She demands. We're only halfway through this page. And this is all exposition, because there's no decision. No. Pardon me, Honorable Miko. We are hoping you can answer a question for us, Nada says. Don't stand in the doorway, sister. Let them in. Oh, you hear a voice grumble from the inside. <laughs> I thought that was us talking. <laughs> What's up, sister? Get out the way. <laughs> you do your secret handshake with the Miko. Yeah. <laughs> you, you rub elbows and pop hips with the Miko, and she recognizes you. Grumbling, the woman at the door moves aside and allows you to enter. A tall, straight-backed woman with pure white hair greets you. Sit down, honored guests, and have a cup of tea. My name is Yukio, and this is my sister, Jin. Wait, Yukio? Isn't that the lady that Daniel LaRusso fell in love with in Okinawa? Oh, yeah, it is. <gasps> oh, yeah, like a knight in traveling, or like a knight in shining armor. No, a knight in traveling armor, is that what you say? <laughs> I got time travel on the brain. Okay. Take me to my castle, Paul. Oh, that's, that's a jam, Peter Cetera. I know. High-pitched, so high-pitched. We are honored, Nada says, bowing and introducing herself and you. 
You show the woman the markings on the sword. The markings from the sword, I should say. We don't have the sword. <laughs> Freaking book. We understand you are Miko, you say. Can you tell us where this comes from? Nope, we're the lazy kind. I study political science. <laughs> My undergraduate is in communications. I don't know anything. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Ooh. Ooh. Are we still going? Yeah. Okay, there's a decision at the bottom here. Yeah, perfect. Okay. The markings are an ideogram of some kind. Wherever it comes from, the sword is evil, Jin says. We think it belongs to a ninja clan or Ryu, Nada explains. <gasps> from Street Fighter? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it does resemble... I always thought that Ken was the bad guy. He, he was totally the bad guy. But then now they Ryu was. Ryu must mean something else. Oh. It does resemble the crest of the Miyamotori. Mm-hmm. Yukio says, mm-hmm. but I'm afraid we can't help you more than that. Of course not. Anybody else surprised? No. <laughs> I'll tell you what you should do. But she said you can't help. <laughs> oh, uh, <sighs> She's going to use her political science this, degree. Let her go. This this book is a, a thousand monkeys typing a thousand pages. <laughs> it was the worst of times. Oh my god, and like nothing connects. A wise old Yamabushi named Goyoya... G-Y-O-J-A? Goya? Goya? Uh-huh. Lives higher up on the mountain. I'm sure he could... No, no, Jin interrupts. If it's a ninja you want to know about, you must seek out the Tenju on the mountain across the ravine. The ninja first learned the, their art from Tenju. That's a terrible idea, Yukio objects. You should avoid the Tenju. They like to play tricks, and their tricks are not funny. What's a... <laughs> <laughs> not only do they play tricks, but their tricks suck. You don't want to go anywhere near that. Their tricks are not fun. We're not here for fun. <laughs> like I, this is, I'm not lost looking for a freaking Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> All right. You got one of those like boxes where the wind blows and I can grab tickets. <laughs> like is that? That's what I want to do in feudal Japan. What's a Tenju? You whisper to Nada. And what's a Yamabushi? A Yamabushi is a mountain priest. Nada explains quickly. A Tenju is a creature that looks like an old man with a long beak and wings and no strong magic. Those are two very two very different things. <laughs> Tenju are very ornery, Yukio breaks in. They set fire to houses, eat babies, and deceive Buddhist monks. I would go to Goya. Wait, so those are the tricks that are, quote, not funny? Eating babies? I don't think it is either, but I think I'd use a phrase other than not funny to describe yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, setting a house on fire is pretty funny. Yeah. So I, I, I can give him that. Yeah, that's fair. And deceiving Buddhist monks. Who doesn't love doing that? Yeah. If I had a nickel. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every Buddhist monk I've deceived. <laughs> Tenju can be mysterious, Jin admits, but they know more about ninja than any monk, and they have been known to help people. So if we want to look for Tenju, page 24. If we decide to go find Goya, page 48. Oh, Goya. I'm not going to this baby-eating Buddhist <laughs> manipulator. Buddhist making fun of. <laughs> Buddhist deceiver. Arsonist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, Stay so the heck away from that creature. Are we, are we good? Or should I keep going? No, we'll stop right there. Okay. That's good because I really want to get into this sponsor. Mm-hmm. Last time, thank you again to Microsoft Internet Explorer. Yeah, change, this, change, change the world. Change the world, right? This time, though, we're going a different route. If you find yourself... If in, you find yourself... A queen to be. If you find yourself Sorry. in Queens, New York. Ooh, queen to be. I strongly, we as a podcast, strongly suggest you look for McDowell's. How did that happen? Because you knew. I, But I didn't know. 
Cle- your soul knew. Serendipitous. Cleo McDowell is the owner yeah, and is. operator of McDowell's Restaurant. It's the home of the Big Mick. It's the home of Egg McStuffins. <laughs> they have no sesame seeds on their buns. Mm-mm. Very hypoallergenic. They were established in the 1980s. So you're talking like decades, 40 I'm years. just great service. I'm just great service. So next time you're in Queens, visit the Golden Arcs. <laughs> Of McDowell's restaurant. It's very safe, too, because someone tried to break in, and the employees dismantled that person with a plum. With a, a, yeah, didn't he use a mop or something like that? Yeah, the mop handle. The mop handle, yeah. Yeah. I swear to gosh, Mm -hmm. I did not know that was coming. It was just like when you read the first line, I just felt like singing it, and then the melody to me sounded like Queen to Be. Right. Nailed it. It was just, it was Kins. Free from infection. Kinsman. Mm -hmm. All right, final thought. No, I think I, I think I left it there. <laughs>